Hello and welcome to Film Companion South. You've tuned into an exciting new interview podcast with Bardwaj Rangan. To catch more of what we do, visit us on www.filmcompanion.in. For all the latest reviews, interviews and everything entertainment in Tamil, Kannada, Malayalam and Telugu, subscribe to Film Companion South now. Hello everyone and welcome to Film Companion's Malayalam Roundtable 2021. Uh, this is the first time we're doing such a roundtable for a separate industry. We're doing it for all the industries, southern industries. So welcome everyone. Because Darshana's in Bombay, uh, we're doing this via Zoom. So Darshana, you get the blame for the non-live reason of this. Of this okay, I'll take it. One of the most significant things that has happened to the Malayalam film industry uh, during the pandemic and like really is that those of us in the South already knew that you are the best mainstream industry in the country but this knowledge has spread a little more in terms of people because of ott why do you think this industry is able to produce good movies good mainstream films with such consistency what is it i think it's a uh, it's a kind of uh, uh you know local nature like i i have a thing which you no know, i i don't follow this thing but uh, my contemporary filmmakers always follow this i am i'm so proud of that so it is about like you know how are local you go that much rooted you get you know that much that that is the essence of the film like you know like for example if, if uh, a film set in uh, like arkari i'm set in town like papala uh, or or somewhere there like and and it's, it, there is a there is a story of migrants uh, like you know they they have migrated from here to uh, bombay and then they are coming back for a specific reason because of the because uh, it can be pandemic or some other reason but i'm telling you like you know they are coming back and so you know the the culture itself is is that setting see otherwise it's all template it's all template like you know how how the normal regular cinema functions and all uh i still believe that i i still make films on those those kind of templates <laughs> like you know, i'm still trying to break it out like but it's not possible and this was this was initially there in malayalam cinema much before like during the 80s if you look at it it was it was there evidently there but we missed out somehow i don't know why because uh, it is it is of course because of the because of the wide acceptancy uh, which has been received after the television industry getting uh, back in form like you know it's it's more the about the the soapy content what the start started making and then again uh, with the kind of uh, i'm i'm not i'm not against the uh, the the absurd humor and all but it, it is good also in one way or the other but but if it's if it's not relatable if it's not connecting anything to the uh, adding too much to real life then there is no point in in doing so so the industry had a very uh uh downside when you know when you look at uh those kind of films which happened during the 90s to the uh, uh, uh to the early 2000s also you can say like you know I, i'm not against those films it, it, it has to be there right. but the problem is like you know the industry was filled with all those films so now it is a time where you know where uh, all are looking at uh, uh, like this kind of essence going backwards like you know how how Malayalam cinema used to function during the 80s, like uh, whether it's Patmarajan or K. G. Jaya or Varadhan or uh, Mohan or any director, like you know, there are endless filmmakers there, and all filmmakers had a, a very true literature background also. Like you know, the writers were all from literature. If you look at Patmarajan sir, like you know, he 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 writes his short stories and novels in a format where you know where it is, 
it is very close to literature and that when it comes to screenplay it is entirely different different in the sense he keep the essence the same but it's very relatable to common people it's the connect between the middle so that that this, that is that was supposed to be the mystery it is neither parallel nor the mystery there is a there was a clear mystery so now that is what i think the new age filmmakers in malayalam right now are exploring this mystery so well so that's how with the with the uh, you know with the beginning of this ott thing uh, i think this midstream has got a wider acceptance so it's not that the during the olden times you know the, some, some of these films will will be watched only in festivals there is no practice of doing subtitles and all so only for only if it is okay if if, if it's it's been sent to a, 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 you know national film archive or for 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 some uh, national awards and all then, then only they are getting subtitled otherwise it's there's no subtitles also so that, so that's that that's the thing so that that bound that that area has been trying to be like you know we are trying to expo- uh, experiment with that area and a lot of content is happening in that area so i think that's the reach yeah, i right. totally agree with uh, mahesh adam and it really makes sense what he's saying you know like for a while we had a certain kind of films and we were quite saturated with that kind of category but now we have a mixed bag which has you know a lot of content driven films coming in so it's catering to every category here and it's all it has uh, a nice rooted essence to everything so it's relatable and it's entertaining at the same time so i think that is a huge point why you know we are making certain films and it's working yes right, right. so totally you're saying when reason. when you're making a movie like sarahs which is which was your big film this year that film technically could be set in any corner of india right or or, or uh, it's not it's not a specifically malayali problem uh, it could be set in any middle class uh, kind of a household uh, with an independent minded woman and all that kind of stuff what makes it malayali in nature for you what 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 makes that film a malayalam film for you apart from the language of course i think it has to be the characters involved um the specific characters that's set around uh, sarah it's very relatable to the malayali audience you know in every household you can find a mom who is always a little emotional and melodramatic and then uh, there will be an auntie who likes to point out things i think that's a very malayali aspect of the film um but i i believe it's more than um, just a malayali film like you said it's very uh, it connects to every women out there you know uh, especially in that age category i think in most of the middle class family that that question's been raised and that discussion's been happening and after the film got released that's a feedback i got not just from the malayali audience but in general i've had couples come to me older and younger couples even they both had the uh, you know they had all these uh, stories to tell me about how they face these questions so the malayali aspect would be those char- uh, the characters but in i i generally think that it, it it's like widely widely accepted the universal yeah. kind of thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. don i agree to uh, uh, mahesh uh, what he said in the beginning about um, you know how uh, we make films uh, that are rooted to our culture in kerala uh, but i think i still believe that there's uh, you know we still have a long way to go uh, because in the last one year um more than 100 films were made like uh, i don't know the exact number 
and um, I got this uh, opportunity to watch um, more than 100 films. And uh, yeah, unfortunately, we have, you know, less than 20 films that are even worth, you know, uh, being mentioned or um, uh, brought to the public attention. Um, so uh, I believe that, you know, we still have a long way to go in terms of, you know, um, the kind of films that we are making and, um, I'm, you know, I'm not talking, you know, only about the mainstream industry. I'm talking about, you know, uh, all the films that are being made. Right. Most people don't even watch them. I, I, I really don't know who they are making the films for or, you know, which uh, target audience they have. You know, uh, when Mahesh told, uh, said about um, how we are um, stuck in the night, like, the films that are made in the 90s, actually, we are still stuck there. You know, a lot of films are still stuck there. Um, they are influenced too much by the the TV shows or, you know, whatever that happened during those times. And, you know, most of us are still stuck there. It's a sad state of affairs for me. Okay, I'm going to have to, uh, uh, I'm going to come back to that. Before that, I'll just hear yeah. from Roshan Dashna. You know, I was uh, going to say earlier that I think Mahesh hadn't covered everything pretty well because every time I've been asked uh, this question about why suddenly once the OTT boom happened, Malayalam films are being watched as much as they are. I always thought that it's because we go as specific as we go. So the more specific you are, the more universal your story gets. And also over a period of time, I think the audiences here have through their appreciation sort of selected and let grow a lot of films which have been very genuine, very simple, not doing anything more than necessary, not saying anything more than necessary. Uh, those kind of films are the ones which are, you know, traveling us um, the farthest, I think, during the lockdown. It's, it's, the, it's the realistic film that's, you know, very firmly set in one particular part of Kerala with characters that you see out here on the roads with a lot of characters being played by actors who have been picked from that particular area itself. Those are the films which have suddenly become so relatable to, you know, an audience nationwide or maybe even outside the country. So I, I think while, while all the other genres exist, uh, this one which has stayed as true as possible to life out there um, has has attained that sort of relatability. So yeah, Dash- it's pretty much the same point that my dad made. Uh, Darshan, could it also be, for example, when when we are younger, we like to say, oh, I watch a lot of foreign films, you know, like, uh, like there's a certain coolness factor or a little exotic factor to kind of, uh, uh, you know, sometimes we, we kind of do that. And uh, do you think there is an aspect of that as well? Oh, I feel like, so there's, if there are a bunch of, uh, you know, film people and we're all talking films, it's almost like you're almost, uh, if you haven't watched Malayalam films in the last year, you're almost left out of a conversation. There are like 10 people going, you know, gung-ho about, oh, Malayalam films is so fast, fast, you know, that. And then, you know, it's always, uh, I feel like it is there. There is that um, sense of it's become some sort of a fad, which is great for us, but uh, it has happened over the last, I don't know if it's through the lockdown, but like even so I did my college in Delhi and I have a set of friends who hadn't watched anything I'd done for a really long time. But over the last two years, they've seen everything I've done and they know when things are coming out, they're up to date with everything that, that I'm doing, that my friends are doing that, you know, um, uh, I, I mean, I think like all of them said, I think there's also a lot to do with how uh, for us, 
or in in the industry in the malayalam industry story has been the king like it's uh, so i feel like even like a film like sitting like this mukhyam is uh, it's not like any of my friends watched it for a fast battle they've actually watched it uh, for the story and um uh, i mean and that's happening a lot don coming back to your point why do you think malayalam the malayalam film industry is still kind of stuck in that 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 bharatan padmarajan kind of era you, ha- you i mean that's the sense that i got is that what you said not really what i meant is you know like when uh, when we talk about malayalam films uh, mostly we are talking about you know 10 to 10 or 20 films right. there are like you know more than 100 films uh, getting made in kerala and uh, there are you know like nobody even talks about them and they are not worth uh, being talked about most of the time and you know that's also a part of the whole you know when you talk about malayalam film industry you know we have to consider them also people like mahesh and sanu and all and divish uh, both and these people you know they are they have made it big and they are uh, you know making films that are you know being uh, discussed all over india but you know when uh, but there are so many uh, you know like um, uh, i don't know the right word to use there like um, they 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 i i feel i feel like they are making fun of um the audience from the beginning to the end they feel it with music and um uh, and they use the techniques that were you know outdated even in the 80s or whatever you know whenever and um but still so many of them are being made in kerala and um yeah i, I don't know whether they even try to release them in um theater or ott at all no i think i think that that is a point that nobody can argue i mean any industry you know the the amount of uh bad films is always greater than the amount of good films so i don't think that's something that anyone can argue it's just that when you look at the good films in other industries the good films in malayalam seem to stand out in so many so many ways that's what yeah. the the general thing is as a collective we still have a long way to go that's all you know yeah that's that's I, I the other thing i wanted to ask you when you say long way to go you're saying in terms of saying if i release if i release 100 films then i want 80 films to be good is that what you're saying in terms of numbers yeah yeah at least at least 50 you know like at least 50 films okay okay, okay. Yeah. all right, all right. <laughs> so uh which was your favorite film of 2021 from the films that i watched in in kerala akriyam stood out really well and you know it was um, and it is very rarely that you get to see someone discussing an ethical issue or ethical dilemma inside a character um, that's very rare on screen even in malayalam films when we talk about you know like uh, we are talking about so many films uh, but you know only once in a while and, um, and sanu i think was very courageous uh, with the form also he um, uh, the beginning showed itself he established that okay i'm not going to um confirm to your idea about a mainstream film we are you know i will keep it long i will uh, keep it still for a while you know and uh, you know he were, he had a very clear vision and um how he executed and how it was all set in mostly in one place and uh, they didn't try to do too much uh with the camera or with the characters or um the conflict between them or anything it was uh, beautiful and you know how the film ended was certain also so it was a beautiful film for me mahesh is going to be very happy to hear that mahesh which is your favorite film 
Did you have time to watch anything given that you were doing <laughs> handling Malik for so long? Did you? No, no, no. I, 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 in the list itself, like you have two of my films are there again. Like I, yeah. Apart from Malik, Arkaram is edited by me. And then yeah, again, uh, uh, just just to interrupt you, uh, mean I had uh, for the audience, I had sent them a list of Malayalam films of the year. That's what he's talking about. Nayatu was is also in the list, so it's again. So uh, so we uh, like, I think I've spent a lot of time with both these films, Nayatu and. Uh, so uh, Malik is not that like you know Malik is supposed to be a old film. <laughs> it's it's a, like if it's if it's this this uh, time now, then I would have uh, conceived it as a series. It's not as a feature. Uh, that that's true. But there are a lot of films. It's, it's not only one film. Like right. even even the anthology Anum uh, uh, Like I like the Charkanam uh, Bendam thing. Like the uh, Ashik's version. It's it's very beautiful uh, because I've read the story of Unni and then when I'm watching it. I've got the uh, essence of the character very well, like you know. Uh, so, and since it's made as an anthology, uh, it, it was perfect in in that kind of a blend. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Wild Things. So after that, uh, I'm I'm watching a like one one segment alone, like you know. Uh, there has been a, an intrigue into that, like you know. I I know I see since I've read this even even the, even when I read the story, the, it, it it had that kind of a flow which kept in me the how how this. Uh, these characters are going to perform here. How how the transformation is going to happen? How this is going to be exposed? Like you know how the even the bike itself is a was a like, like, yeah. like, 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 like a great thing in that. Like you know it was very relatable. And then Tinglaish and the I I can tell you like that's a surprise for me. I, I haven't seen yeah. uh, because you know again it's rooted to that particular space. Uh, you know uh, and and there are new talents coming up in that film. So. Uh, it, it, it like you know uh, a, a film which is set with a lot of uh, daily uh, routines and how it has been like you know uh, how how the how the entire character like I'm not going to put spoilers and all because you know, a lot of people have watched the film but that is the kind of originality what films need to be of course I I, need, I can't talk much about uh, uh, Nayat and uh, Arkarim because I am a part of those films but but still. Uh, Arkaryam stands a little uh, above uh, since because you know you know like you know even from the draft itself like I've been uh, uh, telling Sanu like you know what what are the reasons how so Sanu was very consistent on, on this saying that okay uh, I am a uh, person right now I'm more than 50 years of old age now and uh, now I have to make a film it is not to satisfy uh, like you know the mainstream I just want to make a film which is satisfy me so it it was a correct statement from his side, and that's that's how the the film was made, and I'm so happy for that. And he was very de- disappointed when the mainstream run, the the theatrical run, was not uh, good for him. And then I was telling that from from the beginning itself, like it, it's a it's a digital film, but apparently they they couldn't get into that digital market in the beginning. But when it went out into the digital uh, platform, like you know. Then, then came the thing. Then came in the reviews. So, so the point what Don raised there, like you know, like I have a thing where you know where I always believe that, like you know, we need certain mainstream, <laughs> like 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 you know, I'm not, I, I never, I'll never mention that those as bad films, but but mainstream crowd pulling, like you know, films to entertain people, so that you know that that is the kind of a mix that industry should always have. See, otherwise, otherwise, what will happen? You know, what will, uh, like you know. Uh, the industry will grow. Definitely, industry will grow. But the problem, what happens is that 
you know, uh, the kind of uh, reception from the produce, production perspective or the distribution perspective. Like, you know, if you take it to a, take it to a platform provider also, they are also looking at figures, like, you know, figures how it opened and all. So we need to, we need to show this balance. Okay. Okay. So to, for an industry to coexist, I think, I think uh, a, 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 like, you know, a mix of these films is, is necessary, is always necessary. Like, uh, what is the right way and all? I don't know. I still don't know. But still, I believe that, you know, there, there should be a mix. MTs are used to write both these films. Like, you know, I will tell you an example, simple example. Like, still, uh, Don will be offended because I'm quoting again from the 80s aspect of, 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 of films. Yeah. But, but the thing is, like, you know, see, when he writes for Ivy Shashi, he writes for Ivy Shashi. When he writes for Bharatan, he writes for Bharatan. So that is the difference. See, see, it is, this is again for Padmarajan also. When he writes for Ivy Shashi, it is like you know that that is the thing. So he, they believe that both these films should should ex- coexist together. Only then, only that industry will like you know will will get that kind of a momentum in going ahead. Uh, since you mentioned Tinkalash and Rishyam, I I wanted to just add to that point that like even, like you mentioned the bike, even that wobbly table became a character, you know. In the kitchen, with with that became yeah. a like yeah. almost like this metaphor yeah. thing that yeah. that so which yeah. is not just a comedy where yeah. you know things are going bad at a wedding. There's also a lot of like thought that's gone into yeah. the 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 way the yeah. film has been made. Uh, Darshana, it has to be Pingalaja because like he said, it was such a. Um, I was expecting to like Joji and Alkariam and Nayat. I was uh, you know excited about those films and looking forward to those films. But for me, Tinglaita was so exciting because here are a bunch of people I've never seen before and they just, uh, they were just so amazing. It was, and there were so many moments in the film and it was like, you know, uh, a, like a territory that we haven't explored at all or we haven't heard them speak this uh, dialect or, I, I mean, we haven't heard it a lot or, you know, so it's just, it's a story we've heard before. It's a, yeah, there's, but it was also fresh. Uh, so the film was over and I was, Super excited! I think I spoke to literally everyone involved with the project, just uh, you know, telling them how excited I was about watching it. So yeah, I think for me it was uh, a single time. <laughs> I think mine would be Arkariam. <clears throat> I haven't watched some of the films in the list right. that you sure. sent, though. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think Arkariam for me was one uh, film that I watched at home uh, on on the TV, which really transported me the way a, a movie watching experience in a theater. And I, I think it has got to do with the pacing of it more than anything. I, I also watched it at a time when with a really scattered mind at a particularly stressful time. And yet, like, uh, as long as the film was playing, I was with the film. I, I wasn't thinking anything else. Uh, it was very calming. I just, yeah, like, these are all very subjective, but I guess that's how it, it should be also any, you know, how you experience any film. So uh, I think Arkariam was my most favorite journey among all of these films. And uh, if I can just like name one performance also, that would be uh, Manoj uh, Siyu, the actor who played the father in Tinglach and Ischian, because that's a character that you've seen since the beginning of history. And he played it so originally, it was so fresh. He did things with that character that I haven't seen anyone else do. I was, I was amazed by that. Anna? For me, Nayatu was this one film that stayed with me even after watching it, even over a week. I was still thinking about the film, still talking about the film. 
um for me that movie was so wholesome like in every aspect of cinema it satisfied me um be it the performance or the story and the politics it was discussing or the making of the film the direction every aspect the camera it was so beautifully done the music um i was in awe watching it and i remember talking to my parents about it and talking to anyone who i came across i just wanted to tell them to go watch this film as completely raving about it and arkaryam also is something that was so different especially during that time that you're deprived of you know a lot of things and entertainment and you're frustrated and you're thinking of a lot of personal things about work and all that's not happening and when you see a film like that that it's set in the present time where people are facing certain situations and dealing with a lot of um, um a lot of things about uh, personal choices and decision making and all that stuff so it was it was so refreshing to watch that kind of a film also so i think these yeah. two films and uh, adding to what mahesh had said earlier i really think that we need every kind of film in the, in one industry and i don't think one particular genre can flourish the entire industry and frankly speaking i think if we watch one kind of film everyone's going to get bored at one point we would want a different kind of film and i personally enjoy all category of films i love going to the theater to watch a big action film where there's a lot of music and dancing at the same time i like watching really uh, deep rooted realistic cinema as well so i think we always need a mixed bag of things to keep us entertained when you mentioned the you know uh, there's a narrator and you talked about you were fascinated by the politics of it there was also one section of people that said that it was uh, you know it was anti dalit and so do you do you think these discussions also kind of help a film uh, become more vital in public consciousness um i think any kind of discussion after film is released is great for the film Uh, be it good or bad, Panayata. Uh, I think um, it's it's very subjective on what you receive from the film. Uh, the makers would want you to think in a certain way, and there there's obviously a freedom of uh, you know how audience want to receive it as well. Um, and I personally believe was talking about the system and how flawed the system was, right. and I. I completely understood what they were going for also and there were a number of discussions based on that but i think that is how um, you know art form is like art yeah. is very subjective uh, once you put it out there then people receive it and they make interpretations and they find things that you never even thought of which is wonderful i think you know that's just how you reflect on the art so i think that's a great discussion even for uh, the film i did sara's there were n number of discussions be it good or bad but i think that's the best best part about you know doing such a film that you get to see a lot of perspective and you can see the kind of audience that's receiving your film as well so that i think it's a great thing and another thing uh, which kind of reflects what uh, you know mahesh was saying is uh, there's a lot of people on uh, the malayali audience on twitter because the people outside get to see mainly the ott films that are subtitled and presented a certain way and they have a certain star cast and we are familiar with them and all that but the average uh you know for example uh, uh you know i've heard such great things about janeman uh, that it's such a funny yeah. film and uh, you know like it's it's so uh, you know it's drawing in crowds and all that kind of stuff malayali twitter malayali film twitter a lot of them are saying that 
we miss that we miss that entertainment that that a film used to give because now all films are following a certain model of maybe i don't know to just randomly name a film like uh, i don't know kumbhalangi nights or or kundi mutalam dikshashiyam or whatever it is so so it's like it's not that these films are bad it's just that sometimes we need a mood to go and sit in these films but exactly. sometimes it's also nice to kind of go and 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 that used to happen a lot in malayalam but now that's kind of dried up uh, what would you have to say to that that's the exact opposite of what uh, some of you are saying i personally actually been going through a phase where i uh, um, realized that somewhere along the way among the films that i watched and really liked which involved a lot of the names that we just spoke about and the two films that you mentioned somewhere in my head i decided that those are the good films and those are the ones that i want to do so i started striving towards working uh, with with those people working in films of of that kind uh, even how you pitch your performance i guess in a way because there's always this conversation that happened i came in from theater and the most common question that i received started getting when i started doing films is oh how different is it to do a film because you've been doing plays everything is so loud and so exaggerated right so how do you tone it down for a film and i used to get really frustrated uh, always trying to explain no that's not how things are in plays you know there are different kinds of plays unfortunately the most popular genre is the loud exaggerated one that's because of reasons as as simple as there are no good auditoriums or no good performance spaces in a, you know in this country so we are usually performing in a space where someone sitting so far away from you and you have to be really loud with your volume and with your expression so those are the plays that get watched more often so now everybody thinks that those are the, those are you know the only kind of plays so i uh, and i used to go on stressing that there are different kinds of you know plays that exist and the same thing is true with films right but somewhere along the way in the last couple of years especially i had gotten to a space where i thought this is the only kind of film this is the supreme uh, you know format this is this is what i want to do so much that i started you know i the, the meter of performance or, or whatever in a film that did not exactly fit in that category would also be that and you know you're trying to drag a film in one particular direction when the film isn't supposed to go there at all and and somewhere along the way i realized that i was judging every other kind of film or every other kind of performance only the uh, really minimal really subtle really realistic performance would work for me so i I've, i've actually honestly been trying to change that in fact anna and i just did a film uh, which is completely different from what both of us have done in the last uh, couple of years and you know i I've, i've been trying to sort of submit to uh, what the film requires rather than what i think is is a good kind of uh, performance it's it's very important to realize that you know these are all films and and like if i could just add one more thing there was a conversation that i had back in 2014 when i was living in bombay uh, uh, my roommate and i had uh, ganga didi who used to come and make rajma chawal for us and you know clean our house and uh, she was extreme very very sweet lady so one day she came and she said she'd been to the movies and she named one particular commercial hindi film uh, big you know superstar and uh, i i Uh, did not like the film um so uh, after she left i told my roommate that isn't it really sad that these are the films that people are watching and she said she had a good time it's it's so irresponsible that you know these are the films that we are giving to our audience and my my roommate told me you have no right to say that you have no right to deny someone else their 
film um she she watches a film for you know entertainment or for an escape from her particular reality that is what she wants and she deserves access to that you know you can't sit on a high horse and say that these are the only kind of films which should uh, reach the society yeah of course it's up to you whether you want to acknowledge the fact that there is a certain responsibility you have when you are involved in something like films and even when you're putting out something that has as wide a reach as movies do then what exactly are you feeding your audience fine it's great if you um, realize that responsibility but we need all kinds of films and we as actors we also need to be able to perform in all kinds of films and i'm glad you said that because that kind of was a question i was going to come to later whether actors like you and anna and darshna are in danger of being i don't want to use the word typecast but but being seen as uh, you know a particular kind of they act in a particular kind of film you know the they they they're not they're not going to act in one really massy kind of from dashna do you worry about that sometimes that that the people who approach you i mean there may be some, a massy filmmaker who wants you but then he or she might not want like oh she only acts in you know that kind mm-hmm. of film is that something that you think about i hadn't actually thought too much about it but it is true like everything i have been getting over the like every time i go in for a narration or a proceeding i know i'm going to be disturbed because most often this girl is in some like traumatic thing that she's surviving somehow and so i'm always so troubled after the narration i don't hear It's like i very rarely <laughs> i very rarely hear the happy you know she's smiling she's in college and having fun so for me when i heard sudham i was just like i i took a while to picture myself in that world because i'm just like but i've only been in hospitals and you know like kidnapped or uh, you know catching a disease are you sure i can be this person because it that i i enjoy doing that like i'm very comfortable being uh, you know a troubled girl uh, but i love i mean like when i saw like you said jani when i saw it and i had such a great time i went to the punky friends and it was a party and i i would love to do films uh, like that as well and uh, i re- really get them so now i think after saying to them and me being happy and <laughs> in love i feel like i'm getting uh, a few more of uh, you know these um, these uh, yeah like not traumatic stories and i'm very <laughs> excited about it because for me um it's only uh, a film like rudem um for me was such a different world and uh, i i i started that's, doing that's the film theater. that you're doing with pranav mohanlal right that's the yeah yeah, yeah 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 and for me like when i started doing theater i didn't know uh, what i was looking to do or like i i was just exploring the space and my way of doing or learning uh how uh, what was just just put myself in different kinds of with working with different theater groups working with very different um, you know um, directors and you know seeing what i belong to or what i fit into and that's how i started doing theater and with films i i think i have occupied somewhat of a similar space until now and uh, uh, it it was really exciting for me to occupy a very different space and uh, it, it, it i know that uh, a part of like an act the actor in me which was also this hadn't been which hadn't been exposed for a long time i got a chance to do that and i would really like to do you know yeah all kinds of things i'm yeah. i'm glad that it's slowly opening up that way for me 
Now, Don, um, uh, the the reason I invited you to this is, of course, I'm a fan. You know that, and but also because you know you're a kind of a counterbalance to the mainstream or what uh, Mahesh called the midstream. Uh, you occupy a slightly you know left of stream kind of space. I've only seen your present festivals or on or as a screener at home. How how is, does this ecosystem operate? Yeah. Um... Yeah, the major um, challenge that I have been facing is with distribution so far. But you know, I can't blame the system because you know it is you know it has been working in certain ways for a while. And you know, when you are um, when you have already decided that you have chosen a different path, you can't uh, complain or you know say that oh they are not accepting me. Uh, they, you know, mine is superior or anything like that. And that's the reason why I have, I have been choosing uh, uh, choosing to do uh, low budget films, uh, which you know, to reduce the impact of the loss at least um, when it comes to you know after making a personal film like 1956 Central Travel. But with Sandor and Donandesim also, you know, like when you have decided to make a film that is you know, totally different from the uh, mainstream format that, is, you know, that the audience are used to, you know, still, you know, you are trying to reduce the impact. But, you know, at the same time, you get to play with the form uh, in a creative way. So, um, yeah, those are the uh, things that I've been doing. But um, I just wanted to add one point to the, you know, what I was um, talking earlier. And I, I feel like, you know, it didn't get communicated um, properly. My issue is not with the diversity in films. I, yeah. uh, I'm, uh, you know, I'm someone who is happy when a film like Surely comes out. Um, and, you know, I'm uh, someone who really appreciates a film like Joji, you know, like, um, so, and, you know, it was, uh, it, for me, actually, when I watched Joji on mini screen for the first time, I was so surprised, you know, like uh, for me, I felt like oh, this film should have been shown on a big screen. It, it, you know, like it is short in wide angles and all. And it is, you know, it's a film that fits the big screen. You know, I'm uh, the films that I, uh, you know, I have been criticizing or, you know, you know, really harsh about uh, are the films where there is no effort put in, you know, or there's no respect to the audience. And, um, I, I, none of them makes the you know the list that you gave us. You know, like um, it, it, probably most of us haven't even you know, most of you haven't even seen those films. And, you know, I got this opportunity to watch and even realize that there were so many films made in in, in Kerala only by being part of the you know IFFK selection committee. There, I go to watch all these films, and then I was like this much, you know, this many trash is made in Kerala. I didn't know. I always thought so high of Malayalam films and, you know, but this is the reality. You know? um, so that, that, you know, that's the, yeah, the lack of respect for the audience is my, my you know, like my major concern. But, um, but it's not about personal taste. Uh, for me, you know, like I wouldn't, um, you know, I would have, only a bunch of films that I personally like, but you know, like Roshan said, um, that doesn't allow you to um, reduce the uh, experience of another person. Like you know, they they also need their uh, 
cup of coffee. Um, I feel like you know it's like it's a scam that you know these films are being made. They they just or you know like uh, they are not putting enough effort into uh, the process um, of making a good film. Right. Uh, but don't you think that, and this is a question to everyone, please uh, pitch in. Uh, I Don't you think that that is, there's a bit of an ethical dilemma in that because w- how do you decide then that this film deserves to be made or this film does not deserve to be made? I mean, it is not possible to for anyone to say this film should not be made, right? Uh, it's it's like, what uh, is that? Is that something that, that's even possible to consider? Or also, uh, how do you decide, okay, this is enough or this is enough to, you know, the uh, where do you draw the line of um, okay this is enough I I have to put only this much effort because these days every, you know you can make a film on mobile camera it's possible everyone can make a movie uh, so um, that's a good thing and I think it's um, you know it's the films getting um, democratized is a good thing at the same time you know like along with that as a side product uh, you get too much trash also so. Um, you know, there, you know, so there should be a proper review system, some kind of, you know, a regulatory system in the middle, like like festivals, like theater distribution, like these all work as different agents. But um, but I think you know there should be something more. Um, and uh, as filmmakers, we should um, you know understand that process more. Right? It is not about competing for uh, uh, more money or competing for uh, more. Um, prestige or fame, it is, you know, okay, we can uh, make this happen. So, you know, we will just make whatever uh, and not worrying about the quality of the product. Baish, what are your thoughts about that? Yeah, see, I think it's a democratic space, you know, where everybody should should make their own, like, you know, it's, end of the day, it's, it's personal vision. Like, the, we can't change the uh, uh, sensibility of the particular filmmaker. Like, you know, that is... That is on the kind of cinema he's been watching, or the kind of books he's been reading, he or she has been reading, or or then or or uh, what the particular filmmaker uh, 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 filmmaker is coming from, the kind of education what he's gone through. So there are a lot of factors. I don't uh, because you know this is happening in every industry. It is not 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 like when I see uh, see when you when we talk about Iranian cinema, there are a lot of you know very action packed commercial stuff also happening in Iran that we are not aware about. Yeah. So that is, that is, that is everywhere. It is not only about Malayalam. It is, see, take for example, there was a, there was a time when Marathi cinema was having a great boom. And that, at that point, there were also very commercial, uh, like hardcore commercial films made in Marathi. Uh, it is, it is an individual, it is an individual's decision, right? You know, whether we, uh, they, they should make a film because, you know, at end of the day, it's a, it's a, it's a way of living for a lot of people. Like, you know, right. it's, 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 it's a, it's a business. These the kind of films will always like every kind of films will always happen here. Like, you know, I, I'm not against that kind of a zone. Only thing is that like, you know, the, the kind of say, if, if only one set of films are only coming in the, in, from a, from a certain industry, they take, for example, if it's a, if it's a, like, you know, if we are always aiming at a hundred crore or a 150 crore or 200 crore area, then, the sensibility of audience, uh, uh, we, are, we are just challenging them. Like, you know, we are just playing with them. It, it need, not, need not be there. Like, you know, there should, there should be a kind of a uh, uh, bandwidth where we should have this and we should have the other side. So that, that's the balance. So, and and we can't, uh, as Don said, see regulatory board and all, 
like we are now in a situation where you know we are against the censor board itself like you know why should we need a board to 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 to, to categorize our films saying that okay what, what like you know this you can't say this you can't say that still we are fighting that so again we are trying to make a regulatory board on 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 how the films are made being made like you know we are not like it's, it's not a film school we are running <laughs> it is it is apparently an industry where you know where we need uh, 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 like it's it, like I I I I like you know I'm just uh, thinking about like how, how Don said like you know uh, we, in film school there is a committee when we go and submit a script and our HODs or the department heads should approve it and then only we will get assigned such kind of a budget and then we'll go ahead and then make a film so <laughs> so it, it's not that anyway like you know it's a it's a it's a place where you know where uh, art has to be done art in the sense like you know. For us, it will be art. Some for, for for some, it will be like you know money making exercise. For some others, it's it's some some other kind of exercise. What they're doing, hey, they 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 can practice it any anyway. Roshan, uh, you know, Kurupa is uh, is out and uh, it had a wide release and uh, it's done really really well. We're recording this interview in late uh, uh, November because of logistical reasons. So we are yet. I mean, we are anticipating this other mammoth movie called Marake, which is just going to uh, land up on. Uh, in Kerala shows and other shows as well. Now, uh, there were some people who were saying that they were predicting the end of theatres uh, when the OTT boom began and and uh, kind of a thing. But I think just the way Kurup has been released, received, uh, despite the mixed reviews, shows that people just want to uh, kind of, you know, go out there and, and watch a movie. How do you feel this works? Do you feel that this is going to happen only with the movies of stars? Or will this also slowly percolate down to any good movie uh, that that's released like it was before the pandemic? Specifically in Kerala, I definitely think uh, any good movie because we were speaking about Janiman earlier. Janiman's doing really well in the theatre. Right. I don't think it's particularly a movie that requires a theatre purely based on scale. Movie going, uh, you know, movie watching is an experience that's very integral to our culture and anything that's good an audience in, in Malayalam has always appreciated. For that matter, I started getting work in this industry after a movie called Anandam did really well. It was a film that was yeah, produced by Vineet Srinivasan, but that was the only name that was recognized by anyone. It was seven of us newcomers, first time director, you know, the cinematographer had done two films before that. So if, if there's a good movie... I feel like somehow people do trickle into the theatres here and that was always going to be the case. It was just about when the theatres would would reopen, you know. Like, people have been predicting the death of uh, theatre uh, as an art form also for a really long time, but it's it's not going to happen. There will, there will always be life in these things. I, it'll, it'll keep happening. Obviously, there are some films which I guess would now... Um, you know, probably consider, hey, do we need to go for a theatrical release or would it be sufficient to put this film out on an OTT platform or would that be, would that make more sense? Maybe, maybe that's, you know, something that people would consider. But uh, otherwise, no, people will always watch good movies in theatres here in Kerala. Anna? I think we're definitely going to coexist with theatres and OTT because this is a big blessing, actually, that we have two platforms where I think for people from the industry, we have a choice whether we want to make a film particularly focused on OTT or we want a theatre release. And I think that's a wonderful thing like because, because um, 
before ott there was uh, a sense of fear that a particular kind of film might not work so for that reason along with i will not make this film so but right now i think that has changed so and definitely theaters are going to run uh, and we are all social beings and we want to be out there in a larger mass and watch a film and you know cheer together and clap together and that's always been a culture and i don't think that's ever going to go at all uh, let me put a hypothetical question to you and to dasna roshan do you think a movie like sarah's would do well today like now that theaters are open again kind of thing uh, just off the top of your head yeah Um, so when uh, Saras came to me, the director, the first thing he told me was that he wants to make it as an OTT film. That's the first thing that he said. Because like all of us, uh, this was during the peak pandemic time where everybody just wanted to get out there and do something. And so he he came to me saying that he really wanted to make a bigger film, but he couldn't. And this is the uh, with all the restrictions that we we shot during the lockdown, and we had to be in a bubble, and we couldn't even get out of the space that we were in. So he said that we we we're going to have a lot of limitations. So we're going to focus this on OTT, and so that's the approach that I got. So probably if Sarahs were up were supposed to be in theaters, making and a lot of things would have been probably different in a maker's point of view. um but as a subject i definitely think um in, in be it in theaters or otherwise that that film would work i used to think a lot about how a film like see you soon you know how it would have been if it was uh out of the theaters it, it was such an intimate film and um you know there were people watching us have phone conversations on the phone and uh yeah i i actually don't know but i know that like i i went to the theaters twice over the last uh you know ever since theaters have opened in kerala and uh i i feel like that the buzz is back it's just been very exciting like janiman was uh had very few people in in the i went to the first day for show and there were very few people in the audience and i could see a film like that started off with again there are people aren't coming up coming with like expectations of this you know to be blown or to they just come and uh, through the film it just suddenly changed like by the end of it the people are clapping there were like these many people but there were all of them were just watching this thing together and having a great time together uh, people were cheering uh, yeah there was like a fan following which is basin was around and uh so yeah I, i and then i've been hearing how janiman over the course of this week or the last just from when it released how it's been full and it's been uh you know drawing people from everywhere and families and kids and everyone's in the theater so i really think that uh good films uh will be watched uh yeah on ott and in the theaters <laughs> I think this round table is turned out to be a promotion to be for Janiman. I think they'll be very happy <laughs> with us. <laughs> yeah. We should get them. We should get them to sponsor us. This this. Mahesh, how tough was it? A decision to let Malik go to OTT. Uh, you, I know that 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 happened because of certain reasons. But uh, looking back today, do you feel that that was because that was one of the big movies of the year? Uh, do you think that? Uh, you made the right choice or not you as in you but everybody concerned with the movie made the right choice the film was ready before the pandemic so uh and uh, yeah it was made for theaters so certainly it was made for theaters and uh, uh, like uh 
I've said it multiple times to you. <laughs> so the thing is, uh, sound department, the VFX department, everybody like you know, they all felt the sound alone. They felt they were actually crying because you know they they said telling me like you know we did a lot of uh, things in this film and uh, what to do now? We are we are we are just uh, giving it for a stereo mix. What to do? Now? I said okay, that's fine because. Uh, apparently, lo- the problem is like you know uh, how to keep it uh, for a longer time. Like you know, I still feel that for a commercial cinema, uh, like I still believe in that midstream. Okay, uh, whether my film fits in the midstream and all, I don't know. But I I believe that there is a certain expiry date for a film because of the kind of uh, content we are used to. We are, we are like you know the longevity of a of a film. Like you know uh, of how how it, it like you know it should, it it will only travel. Uh, f- for a few days for us like you know even even when i'm looking back uh, at malik uh, after we, we we were doing the post and everything uh, after uh, see you soon uh, even after arkaryam for sanu and even um, midway a shoot of malayalamunya so then when we looking back looking back you know, we felt that okay now this has to be released man like you know uh, let it go because you know otherwise you know otherwise we will feel that okay we don't we don't no, never get a date itself we don't know we, it, it's very right. uncertain and at that moment uh, uh, actually it has to be a uh, the, the the thanks card for malik has to be given to see you soon first because you know it all happened because of that film uh, otherwise uh, they, the, because the, the i know the how how the uh, distribution function that's what what Don was mentioning about how like he was he was he's uh, facing those big challenge with the distribution. I I know the figures what the platform was were quoting when uh, it it happened with See You Soon, and I know the figures with Malik. Like you know it, it's the same team, but but the film the film is a bigger film. I I understand that, but still uh, like how uh, it um, like we could cover the cost with the digital digital uh, pricing alone. So that is that itself is a great. Uh, because you know, I don't want the producer to lose money because that is that is a big problem what we always face, right? Like, you know, end of the day, a producer has made a film for theaters and he's waiting, 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 and there's a lot of money, like, you know, he's struggling uh, with, uh, you know, interest and everything. And I don't know, like, how, how uh, after a point, you know, we should get him uh, some kind of a deal so that, you know, uh, make it happen. Right. It's a, it's a sacrifice. I know that it's a sacrifice. End of the day, people are watching it in any any format. So that's that's a good thing. So the best thing uh, what has happened because of the uh, uh, digital thing is that uh, pricing is also getting high now uh, with Marikar, uh, uh, even with Kurup, even if it's a second window, the, the pricing will also go high. And uh, it, because you know, because it's, it's worked well in theaters, right. so the, definitely it will it will go high. And and now I am thinking that now there will be a stage where for uh, for for mainstream cinema where you know when when we uh, take it to distribution levels for uh, uh, for overseas or for outside Kerala, the rates will be slightly higher because you know now people know that okay there there is an industry like this, and now we can actually. Uh, bargain and we can actually argue saying that okay now uh, we are, our films are being uh, accepted widely in, in digital platforms now we need more uh, kind of uh, you know in terms of money uh, so that is anyway happening but 
in terms of malik i have been uh, like I, we have been thinking like you know uh, why we let it go for digital but uh, i am happy for that i am not i am not uh, a person who is not uh, because you know it, it 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 has to happen at that right time right right i just curious know what you call midstream i remember you talking a lot about uh, you lo- you loved milestone meal patthar uh, yeah. which you saw would you would you call that uh, midstream no it's a parallel stream it's a, that's a parallel, parallel stream. Stream. That's, a, that's a parallel stream film. like i am telling the midstream uh, the kind of films what dilish is making uh, right. uh, that is no, a, no, i know yeah, yeah. And, and even uh, uh, martin is trying uh, i i i often believe that you know in a set of you know like you know if 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 i'm catering a film to a, a theater where 1000 people are watching and at least 100 of them should like my film like <laughs> otherwise what is a uh, like you know that, that is the thing like you know uh, uh, there should be like in the sense like you know they, they should take something back from my film again a question for all of you do you, do you think that the ott space is also kind of causing a certain kind of film to be made over others no i don't think so because uh, 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 let me explain it properly like uh, take a film like jb i i think it's a uh, it's a content which uh, uh, which will work anywhere like you know right. if, if, if if even if it's in theater or or in uh, digital it will work because it has got like that is what the the emotional values are very perfect in that and i i uh, and perfect in the sense like you know it, it is catered for a set of audience and right. it's made well in that in that space mm-hmm. i'm feeling it more uh, uh, problematic doing films for digital space why you know why it's, it's because uh, people have this new i have told this in uh, many interviews they are, they are they are always watching with a remote or a mouse you know they that is that is yeah, yeah yeah because you know they have another kind of a device in their uh, 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 hand where you know where sometimes you know sometimes they don't want to watch a particular uh, sequence then they can skip it they can forward or they can or or something they they didn't understand they can pause it go back rewind and then play this happened actually people used to tell me like you know oh we couldn't uh, watch it so we it's about reading a book yeah you know we can we can actually skip a few pages and then go back and change so, the whole platform uh, actually yeah 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 so yeah. so i am i'm more into that zone where like you know i'm 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 really looking for this uh, metaverse to come <laughs> and i'm looking for like you know how cinema is going to transform with metaverse right because you know it is a new world of internet and uh, like it, internet will be termed as that uh, and now how this uh, interactive cinema is going to change the entire uh, you know viewing experience or uh, uh, aesthetic experience or the the culture the, the movie going culture like you know, it's more like teleporting so i'm just curious uh, Don, your films were released on Mubi recently. What is your reaction to this kind of uh, the fact that someone can start a movie, pause it, you know, resume it the next day? Are you one of those people who says, "I'm happy they saw the film," or do you want them to see it the way you wanted them to see it? For me, it doesn't lie in the binary, so of you know whether I like it or not. Um, that's you know like. i really i would want people to sit in the theater and watch it then again you know like um with all everything 
or how the system works. You know, your film gets released in an OTT platform. So then you would, you know, ideally want people to watch it without pausing when it's, you know, especially when it's a um, single take or um, a long take. Uh, you know, you don't want the audience to decide where to cut the film. But then again, you know, um, you don't have that option either. Um, so, you know, you have to find a middle path where, you know, you have to agree to, you know, whether they're watching uh, it at all or whether they're not watching it at all or they're watching it with posting or on their mobile or, you know, whatever. As a viewer, I'm someone who has watched most of the international films on my laptop. Uh, so um, for me, it's better than not watching them at all. So, you know, that's, yeah, that's something I, I would prefer. So for Roshan, Dashna and Anna, uh, when, when you have uh, this kind of, uh, you know, I remember, I'm not going to name this 80s actor. Uh, uh, he slash she said, that uh, you know, I'm I'm giving my heart out and acting, and uh, I'm 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 you know I'm like I'm pulling out my soul and I'm doing this, and I don't want it to be watched by people when somebody is saying, "Are get me another roti or ekka roti lao," or or like somebody you know just ringing the doorbell or something like that because uh, my soul would get crushed if if all that effort I knew was getting uh, you know that I'm putting into that scene is like you know. Uh, let's take one of Dashana's famous traumatized scenes. So, you know, she's putting in all that effort and, you know, she's that somebody's just freezing it right there in the middle of your trauma. And then what do you guys think about that? I think Dashana should go first. <laughs> <laughs> For me, when we, when we do theater, um, people walking in and out of the theater, when you're on stage, it's, uh, I mean, I, I think a lot of actors are used to it and, uh, for me, it was always just or some, you know, because we've worked for three months on that scene and the you, the audience is just taken away the audience because you decided to leave. <laughs> so I used to get really like, so when, when I brought my friends for shows and I'll be like, turn off your phone, you better not leave. I used to give them these, I'm happy that they'll pause while I'm crying and then come back and watch the whole scene. I'm just glad that... Uh, friends of mine so that all of my friends are so excited like I told you the Delhi friends who have not watched most of my stuff are now catching up on everything I've done and one time they called me for called me for a a, a zoom thing and they're screen sharing and watching my film together I was like oh my god please don't do that but I had I was part of it it was a and it was an event and I said okay fine I guess this if this is how you guys want to watch it I mean I guess I'm happy you guys are watching it so yeah, I think it's uh, beyond, uh, I mean, I, yeah, I'm just glad that people are watching the work that I do. <laughs> Anna? Of course, as actors, we want the audience to watch and really appreciate the hard work we are putting into it. Um, but that's, that's the only thing we can do is request them. <laughs> it's up to the audience how they want to watch certain films. And I think for me personally, um, after the film is done and after I've done what I could, there's a level of detachment that I have okay. for the work that I've done. Uh, so, the, you know, people can be the judge. They can decide how they want to watch it, what they want to say about it. And I think that has kept my sanity intact. Uh, or else I think it would be very difficult, you know, like um, 
even not just actors i believe uh, even for directors and writers yeah. i've seen I, i've had the discussion with my father when he writes a certain film and then he put it out there and there are like some scenes that he really loved but probably with uh, whatever is happening they might have to take it out or they have to cut a certain character out and that might probably be his personal favorite you know and but so then you love to develop a sense of detachment from your art so that you as a whole project that you can put it out there so i think that that's how i look at it or else it's going to be very difficult <laughs> yeah actually what you said is a bit of both what both don and mahesh said because the audience turns turn into the controllers of the film the makers of the film in a way because like like mahesh uses beautiful thing like when the audience is editing the film in a way you know because they are kind of deciding you know how long the shot should go on how long the the because yeah. of where they pause or where they stop so that's kind of uh, I mean I know it's not in your hands I just wanted to know what you felt about it so thank you for saying <laughs> that Roshan Yeah I still don't have that level of detachment that Anna speaks about I I I would really love to uh, because it does hurt definitely because it's something so valuable to you it's your baby but I think the logical part of my brain is also still extremely grateful that there is an audience watching it in the first place we only exist or our work only exists when somebody watches it right I'm still struggling to believe uh, in a way that i am getting to do movies and i'm getting to work with people that i i find as inspiring as i do so i'm i'm grateful enough for all of that to be okay with this but yeah it does hurt a little bit <laughs> so finally what is the film that each one of you is looking forward to in the year ahead zero asghar farhad i'm not letting you go with that you have to name a malayalam movie <laughs> <laughs> okay so i'm waiting for lijos next for lijos ah. anna um i actually um i i want to watch pushpa real badly cuz um i love the hype that it's been you know having and i love that kind of a film where you go to theater so excited and you know celebrate it there are tons of film coming up um, hridayam is one film that i've been waiting to watch and i i've uh, i've spoken to vinny that since day one of um, them sitting together the pre production and i've heard the songs before and it's beautiful so i'm looking forward to that for sure i'm really excited about minad mudli um uh, yeah i i feel like yeah i mean it it feels like such a such an exciting move for uh, cinema for malayalam cinema and uh, i'm working with tobino and basil karimsi and we have been tripping on the songs we've been listening to stories from shoot and they had such a event such an eventful shoot and just stories from that i've just been really excited about so yeah i think i've been posting more about minal murli than about my film so i guess that is so so minal yeah but that's pretty isn't that coming out in december uh, yeah that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. so anything for next i's coming oh next year okay mm. <laughs> um oh shit <laughs> Both of the films I had thought about are also coming out. <laughs> Actually, Minal Murli and Naradin are two films that I'm waiting to watch, uh, especially Tovino, because uh, he's done some brilliant work in both yeah. those films, and I'm so excited for him. Actually, so yeah, that too. Yeah. Okay, let's cheat and include December. So cool. Yeah. <laughs> Now on. <laughs> so done. Nothing that I, you know. Um, i can think about you know look you know like i'm anticipating to watch anything like that 
but uh, I'm, I'm really curious about, you know, how the reaction of the audience would be for a couple of films that I have already watched and that they are not released yet. I would uh, name uh, one film especially, which is Avas of Yukham by um, Krishant is the filmmaker's name. It's a very interesting film I found um, and a very, uh, and a genre bending film also. So I, I'm really curious about what the audience would react like. Nice, nice. And Roshan? I think uh, and Malayangunya for the people involved, Minnal uh, Murli, because it's a different kind of film, um, you know, touching upon what I said earlier. Uh, so I'm, I'm very excited to see how that works out. Then I watched this trailer for, a, for an English film called Humans. Uh, I don't know when I'll get to watch it, where I'll find it. Um, but I've rewatched that trailer enough times to know that I'm really excited about it. Yeah. Actually, I think that's one thing that problem that most of us are facing is that I have this big stack of like, in, if you look at my Netflix queue or my Amazon queue or whatever it is, it's like, I don't know when I'm going to finish that because, yeah. you know, earlier yeah. you, you used to buy, uh, I used to buy DVDs from, from, you know, those, we used to get those pirated English yeah. Uh, yeah. foreign DVDs, right? And then because that's the only yeah. way you could watch uh, your, your, those kinds of films. And so I used to buy them and keep them. And the stack would just be growing and sometimes, you know, you'd be like, oh my God, I need to get through the stack before I buy new stuff. That's what's happening now in a different way because before I can finish the stuff that I want to watch, uh, you guys yeah. are putting out new stuff, but that's all good. So thank you so much for participating in this roundtable. It's really great to have spoken to all of you and I hope you have a great new year and a wonderful, wonderful 2022. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank so you. Much for lovely being here. Thank, yes. you. thank you. Thanks for the opportunity. Bye. Yeah, Bye. Nice Bye, guys. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Thank you so Bye. much. Bye. 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 <laughs> Bye. If you like what you just tuned into, then subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, and Radio Public. You can now also follow Film Companion on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube.